Hello and welcome back to Elliptic Sarah production. Like I said before, we are really doing a lot on the back end and getting stuff ready for 2021 where we will be doing consistent interviews. So I'm super excited about that. I won't go too into it. But today we are talking about maybe the most important concept ever, and that is life and death. And specifically today, we're going to talk a little bit about I know that most of you have probably seen this on like Facebook or something like that. It went crazy, maybe a few years back and it always kind of circulates, but it's this article about like what older people, like elderly people, whether they're in like a nursing home, what they wish they had done differently in life, what they've regretted. And I'm not sure if I found the exact article, but I have two here. I have 12 things that people regret the most before they die, and I have How to Live Without Regrets, Eight Lessons from Older Americans. And we are going to go through each one of these points to ensure that you do not make these mistakes. Not only are we going to talk about what it is in regards to what the, the actual articles have, but we're also going to talk about what you can do to avoid this, how this cannot be your life. Because I promise you, these are the majority. That is the sad part. These are the majority of the answers in the majority of the population. So we will start with number one, not being careful enough when choosing a life partner. Guys, if you are 20 years old, if you are 25, if you are 30, if you are 15 years old listening to this, please, if there is anything that you do, if there is anything in your life that you do not settle on, It is who you choose to spend the rest of your life with. It is literally a lifelong commitment until, unless you decide to divorce or separate down the line by all means, but you are making it under the assumption that this is a forever thing. When you're making a decision like that, make sure it is the best possible person for you. Make sure, I always explain relationships very similarly to your friendships. You should see so much of the things that you love and admire about your friends. You should see so many of those things in your partner. Now, some people look for a partner that they're super similar to, and some people look for their opposite. There's no right or wrong answer, but really, this is where you want to figure out what are your five core values? What are the five things that you're looking for in a partner, that you're looking for in the person that you want to be with? Because... These are the areas that you really don't want to settle. And I can't believe that's even the first one. It blows my mind. We won't get crazy into that one because I've talked about it extensively and I know I will continue to talk about it extensively in episodes that are just strictly geared towards that. Um, Number two, not resolving a family estrangement. Oh my God, I don't know how to say that word. Um, Whatever, doesn't matter. Having issues with family members, I would also extend this to friends and any other loved ones. Life is too short to have bad blood with people that you once loved. Have those conversations. Maybe this is someone that you just don't have an interest in having in your life anymore. There's nothing wrong with that. But have a clean cut. Have a conversation. Explain what it is that kind of went wrong in that relationship. And also take ownership. Take ownership of the things that maybe you did wrong in this example or in other examples, but there's really no need to have bad blood with people that you really love, especially if it's over stupid things. Number three, 
putting off saying how you feel. Guys, we are all going to die. We are all literally living our own lives. And whether you're worried about what you say or what you do or you're putting off saying how you feel about someone or something, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. In this life, there's there's only person that you really have to answer to, and that is you. You are the only person. Number four, not traveling love. I love, 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 love this one because I had a great conversation with my grandparents yesterday about travel and about adventure and about appreciating the little things in life. And it really comes down to, I'm the biggest believer, it doesn't matter If you are in a small town or a big city, if you are in the place that you grew up or you're about 20 moves away from that place, you will not travel if you aren't currently traveling. And I know that sounds a little like contradicting, but travel isn't necessarily just the place. It's the adventure. It's the desire. It's the passion. It's the excitement to go see something new. And if you're not doing that in the area that you're in, don't fool yourself. You're not going to do it somewhere else. It's kind of like this idea that a big move will change everything in your life. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. What really changes is you on the inside. That's what makes changes all around you. So not traveling enough. What you can do is make that extra effort to just broaden your horizons and try new things and and kind of get out there and and start crossing some of the things off of your bucket list. It doesn't have to be money related either. It can be all free. Number five, spending too much time worrying. It's so funny because the majority of the worrying that that we're spending our time doing is us creating scenarios in our head. And if you know anything about manifestation and energy and vibrations and really creating the life that you want to live, you know that those feelings hold true value in your life. You feel those things. When you're worrying about bad things, you are feeling it on a physical level. Same thing, it's, it's manifestation just in the negative form. So spending too much time worrying, I promise you, waste, waste of time. And it sounds so simple, but it really is just like noticing it in the act and deciding and changing and choosing something else. Number six, not being honest. This goes back to all the stuff that we've previously said about living your life for you. And there's there's no need to have reservations, especially when it comes to other people and their opinions. Number seven, not taking enough career chances. This one is so awesome, especially because I have like a like a young like career-driven audience, which I love, Um, not taking enough career chances. There is nothing wrong with getting a job and quitting a job and trying a new job and then getting an internship and then working under someone and then starting a side hustle. There is nothing wrong with any of it. Take any and all of the career chances that you want to. There are opportunities everywhere. In every industry, in every corner, in every crevice, there is opportunities literally everywhere. If you want to sit here and tell me that you have done the same exact thing for the last 10, 15 years and you decide that today is the day you want to do the most polar opposite thing, I will support you 550% because you live this life once. And just because you were a contractor a year ago or just because you were doing FBA a year ago, doesn't mean you have to do it now. 
you can literally just decide that you want to be a singer or an actress or a travel blogger. You can literally do whatever you want. Number eight, not taking care of your body. There is nothing more that I preach and recommend than health is wealth. Without our health, we have absolutely nothing. Health and relationships are absolutely everything. Um, If you want a good documentary, this is just like a great thing to watch for. I'm not even going to preface it. It, Watch the documentary Heal on Netflix. It'll teach you a lot about our bodies, our minds, and really just health and wellness overall. And I, I can't recommend anything more. Now, we did those eight. Now we have 12, and these 12 are the regrets that people have. Number one, I wish I had, I wish I had spent more time with the people I love. Like I said, wealth comes from your relationships. Wealth comes from your health. There is nothing more important than your health and your relationships make the effort, whether it's FaceTiming people, whether it's calling people, whether it is hanging out with people, whether it is doing anything, make the effort to connect with the people that you love most. Once again, I wish I had worried less. We don't even need to touch on it. We know no more worrying. We are manifesting negativity into our life when we worry. Number three, I wish I had forgiven more. Holding things in and holding a grudge and holding a burden truly only hurts you. And I'm not saying that you have to forgive this person's actions or if if somebody hurt you, if somebody did something wrong or what you deem morally wrong, but letting it go and letting it be a lesson in your own life is such a gift to yourself, it's insane. Number four, I wish I had stood up for myself. Please stand up for yourself. I don't care what it has to do with, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a career, getting a raise, whether it's with your friends, whether it's something that you see socially that you want to stand up for, stand up for it all. You will always feel better about yourself for taking the risk to stand up instead of just succumbing to whatever pressure is around. Number five, I I wish I lived my own life. Guys, I don't know how many times I need to say this, but... It's not your parents' life. It's not your friend's life. It's not socially what what are the norms for your life. You get to choose whatever that is. If there is somebody that is living a life that inspires you, know that that is because you also have those dreams inside of you. And you owe it to yourself in this one lifetime that we have right here, right now that you are currently in. You owe it to yourself to fulfill those things. Ooh, I love this one. Um, Number six, I wish I had been more honest with myself. There is nothing more important than self-awareness and being real with yourself. And that is on the good shit and the bad shit. So good shit, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Is travel important to you? Is food important to you? Like what type of relationships do you want to build? What type of career do you want? What, what What do you want out of life? What do you want this life to be? And the bad shit, where am I falling short and why? Number seven, I wish I had worked less. Now, this is obviously like such a discussion in and of itself, but I, I think the, the key here is A, you want your work to be passion-fueled. You want it to be something that you're excited about. You want it to be something that you genuinely like and enjoy doing. You also, part B, you don't want it to consume your life. 
you want to have hobbies, you want to have downtime, you want to be able to travel or do the things that, you know, take that time. I wish I had worked less. It's not about necessarily just working less, but it's about doing work that you like and also not letting that work consume you because there are other things that are important in your life other than just work. Number eight, I wish I had cared less about what other people think. We do not need to keep beating on this drum like we know the deal on this one. Do not sit here and worry about other people's thoughts and opinions of you, your life choices, and what you're creating. It's it's none of their business. It's all yours. Number nine, this one sucks to, to hear and to say, I wish I had lived up to my full potential. The way that you live up to your full potential is by listening to yourself. It is through self-awareness. It is through action and doing the little steps that become the big steps along the way for you. Living up to your fullest potential has nothing to do with what other people want for you and everything to do with what you truly, deeply, deep down want for yourself. Number 10, I wish I had faced my fears once again. You're never going to regret the moments where you were courageous and you did things that scared you, but you will always regret the times where you back down from a challenge and let the fear win. That's all I'll say for that one. 11, I wish I'd stopped chasing the wrong things. The wrong people, the wrong careers, the wrong social norms, the wrong friends, the wrong relationships. Once again, a waste of time. And this, chasing the wrong things usually come from some level of social or family slash friends environment pressures. If you can sit there with yourself and become self-aware and ask yourself, what do I want? Why do I want it? What's important to me? Because not everyone has the same priorities. This is why I love like, I love stuff like the Enneagram and the DISC personality and I love astrology and all these things because it, it gives you little clues. It gives you insight into, oh yeah, that is super important to me. For example, if you are a seven on the Enneagram, you really care about like freedom. And that can come up in a bunch of different ways, but it could be freedom to explore and travel and adventure, or it could be freedom to make your own decisions. You don't want people telling you what to do. You want to, you want to have that autonomy. That is like through and through a seven. They thrive off of fun, energetic environments. Um, so that's a little insight, right? That's the Enneagram. If you guys want to do that, I'll probably link it below. I probably, I will. I will link it below. That way you guys can take it because it's freaking amazing. And finally, number 12, I wish I lived in the moment more. So important. I mean, at the end of the day, there's no, there's no future and there's no past. There's just what is. And what is, is what is right now. And if you are constantly worried or excited about the future or the past, you are missing the present moment. You're exactly where you need to be, and this is the moment that you need to enjoy most. And I know for me, something that helps me do that is gratitude. Getting grounded, really practicing gratitude in any way, shape, or form helps me be in the moment. Also, I do a lot of breathing. I do a lot of like breathing exercises and calming exercises just to really put myself in my body, ready to go, in a place where that may be like meaningful. Like yesterday I watched the sunset and that is just, 
oh my God, it was so beautiful. But it's one of those moments that help ground me into myself again and say, okay, this is what matters. This is what's important right now. I hope that you guys gained a little from that. I absolutely love reading those articles about what people, you know, regretted because sometimes it's sad, but I think that there's also a positive twist on it because we can look at these lessons and recognize that it's not too late. You can change the way that you're living any day, any second. And that's the beauty of it. So I hope you guys got a little something from that. I know I always get so much from those. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.